Welcome back to Pilot Boys, where we review a pilot, which is the first episode of a television show. My name is Santos. And my name is Caesar. Ah, what's up, buddy? Howdy. How you doing? So in the last episode... Previously. Yes, previously on Pilot Boys. You know, we should uh, we should play catch-up. We haven't actually talked in a while. So usually, you know, we used to ask what you've been watching. Is this the point five episode where we catch up on each other's lives? Nah, nah, nah. So, what have you been watching? I guess I'll start. I finally caught up with my hero. Oh, uh, Academia. Yikes, bitch. Shit was popping. That last episode? Oh. You think he's gonna die? No, I was hoping he would die at the end of the episode, though, Haiki. Wait, spoilers, I guess. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. Well, well, no, we didn't say what happened. We just said... Or his name. Yeah, we don't even know what's happening. We didn't even say anything. But spoiler alert, 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 if you're not watching My Hero, and if you're listening to this podcast, you fucking should. I don't remember One for All at all. Did they talk about him before? They, uh, All Might has warned Deku about, like, this unforgiving force bullshit. And, you know, like, the theme there is kind of supposed to be, like, he got his powers... Through, like, a deal with the devil kind of thing, right? Yeah, basically. Uh, that's what I got out of it, too. But he got his powers through... What's-her-face, right? Through the other lady. Correct. And where did she get it from? Well, they haven't explained that yet. Okay. Yeah, so... The thing is, I feel like this episode... If I wasn't attached to All Might before, I am now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he needed this episode to get him over the hump... So mm-hmm. now when he actually does pass, it's going to be like, oh, damn. Yeah. So, like, now I care about him as much as I do Jiraiya. Yeah, I think so, too. I also finished Devil Man Crybaby, the Netflix anime. I liked it. I just thought that it kind of waned a little bit. Like, it was good, and then it kind of went through this, like, we're just going to make it like a... Repetitive bullshit. Not even repetitive, because it's so short. I thought it was. But it's more like, it just became a little cheesy to me. Like, all of a sudden, he's, like, gonna protect humans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That moralizing story where, like, he's a hero now was weird to me. Like, it just didn't really fit the theme. Because from the first episode, which is, by the way, is an amazing pilot. Right? It was so good. It's like insanity. If they had stuck to that, where, like, it was just, like depraved shit i would have loved it but then it just became like this story about like a kind of hero and i was like ah i expected more something more in line with the first episode shout out to that one episode though with the long ass rat (laughs) oh yeah what the fuck was that i I don't know how i felt about that i like the beatboxes when they were doing it in japanese i think it's it was good a lot of people were calling it a masterpiece i don't really agree with that yeah i don't know about that it's different and I'll give credit where credit is due. I haven't really seen much like it before, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of flaws. Yeah, I think so too. But after watching it, I can see the inspiration for future shows. Yeah, I mean, I dug it. I, it was there was a lot to like there. I think it was, and the dub wasn't bad. I, I like the dub too. No, the dub was pretty good. Oh, spoilers! 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 At first, I thought the guy was going to be, like, uh, beyond the devil. Like, the all-divine type thing. Yeah, I thought they were going to do, like, a Blue Exorcist shit, right? Oh, no. He's the devil, too. Or, like, he's related to the devil or some shit? No, I just thought he was going to be, like, kind of like Ray, Not God or the devil. 
Like, what is that one in the middle? Like, the fucking all, like, powerful bullshit? But he just ended up being Satan. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I also just watched The Incredibles. And I also watched Ocean's 8. I heard that was amazing. Incredibles? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was so good. I was so happy to read the good reviews. You should have went with me. It was so good. We went on, uh, we went to the, the one on Pacific. It was five bucks. Pacific. Yeah, I don't, you know I don't like Pacific, but it was, Pacific. it was five bucks. And I mean, the, the theater's not that bad. I'm Gucci. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a lot of fucking chamaco, but it was really good. There's so much that happens in the movie. Uh-huh. Like, in terms of just being a movie, it's pretty straightforward. It's a simple superhero movie. It is a little bit predictable, but the messages in the movie, like the underlying messages, there's a lot. And I'm going to write a review about it. No spoilers for that one. Yeah, I won't spoil it. Yeah, I heard like nothing but good things on the internet. Yeah. I saw IGN give it like almost a 10. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, it's just IGN. Yeah, they, they always do that. Yeah, but then I saw like other people giving it almost a 10. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I just recently saw the first one, too. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Anyway, and then the last thing I watched before that was Oceans, which I really liked. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a really fun movie. Mm, okay. I'm kind of a sucker for heist movies. Are you? Yeah, I really liked the original Oceans. I liked all three of them a lot. And this one was very... I mean, it's 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 the same formula. Like, you think you know what's happening, but then at the end of it, they reveal it to be another way. But it's just, it's just fun. It was a cool little summer movie. Quítame la duda de algo. What? Is it called Oceans 8? Because there's eight of them? Yeah. That's why they're always called, like, 11, 12, and 13. I never seen those movies. Really? Yeah, I never seen them. They're so fun. They're, such, they're like, really fun movies. Yeah, I really love those movies. Oh, okay. But uh, everyone was good in it. My only gripe with it was that I wish some of the side characters had bigger parts. Like, Rihanna was cool. Mindy Kaling was good, but she was really underused. And then the Asian girl, her name's Aquafina. She was great, but like she had like no speaking part. Like she was, she was very, she was like really underused. But Anne Hathaway was fucking great. Even uh, Sandra Bullock was good, and I don't even like her. What's up with you? I'm on season three now of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, you've been like watching that for a while. How many episodes is that? That shit is a hundred and something. I'm on like 60 something. It's dubbed? It is, but I was watching it subbed. Uh, yes, so? Because Crunchyroll doesn't have it in English. And the provider that they don't have a streaming thing. Oh. So you gotta do it like illegals? And you know, right here on the Pilot Boy podcast, we only do things the legal way, so. Anything else? Nah. Nothing else. Nothing? Nah, not really. Sports. Mexico! Yeah, them. Hashtag Norada Penal. Uh, <laughs> hashtag El Tree. Hashtag Norada Penal. Damn, bro, that shit was wild. What does El Tree mean? Like, the band? I don't know what the fuck that means either. I, I'm just like, yeah, El Tree. El Tree. <laughs> El Tree? <laughs> yeah, hashtag the tree. Are your parents into the Sakars? Nah, not really. My mom swears she's a bean, but like, she's been here longer than she's been over there. High key, she's like... Her president is Donald Trump, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom almost cried. That was fun. Your mom would. Yeah, I was just like, really, dog? Your mom's like super paisa. Yeah, but like everyone like was crying. 
Yeah, I don't really get it, honestly. It's not even that because I get sports, but I'm like, y'all won one game. Like, oh, it's not over. No, the fuck. This is just the first game. Oh. I thought it was it. I, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I guess they won. Like, no. Nah, dog. So people were just wilding for one fucking win? This is their first game of the tournament thing or whatever. ¿Cuántos son? How many are there? Well, first they have to get out of the group. So every all the teams, mm-hmm. they're made up into groups of four. Mm. And I think the one with the most points advanced to the main like tournament. Mm. So with this win, they got three points. So dumb. Yeah, I don't get it either. And if you tie, but if you tie, you only get one point. And if you lose, it's nothing. This is dumb as shit, honestly. Yeah, so they play two other times. But I don't know if, if I don't really do soccer, so I don't really know. No. But they kind of a little bit secured, like, their spot. Yeah. Because they're the only ones in their bracket to have three points. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Mexico. Fireworks at 10 in the morning. That was... Oh, my God. Se pasa on the verga, dude. Did you see all the little all the little videos on Twitter on HP? No, I didn't. That shit Pacific was wild, bro. Shit was wild? Good thing I didn't go today. I went yesterday. That shit was crazy. That shit was still wild, though. Yeah. But anyway, let's get to this goodie. Oh. First impressions. What'd you think? Wait, all right. So today we're doing Succession. Which is a new HBO show. Newly acquired HBO. Oh, it was already pre-made. No, um, freaking uh, HBO was just acquired. By whoops? AT&T. Really? I did not know that. So AT&T bought the, the parent company. Which is? Of HBO. Time Warner. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is essentially WB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing was confirmed this week. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, so we're doing Succession today, which is HBO's new show created by Jesse Armstrong. And the first episode is directed by Adam McKay, who just came off of Big Short fame. He did the Big Short, which is one of his first movies to be, like, a more serious director. Because he did, he was one of those, like, Will Ferrell guys, or, like, he directed his movies, like, he did. The other guys and like Anchorman and shit like that. You know what I mean? Let me guess. He started in Saturday Night Live too. He probably is. So there's like different schools of like comedy. That's another like conversation. Yeah. So he directed this episode and I thought he was going to direct more, but he just did this one. And Will Ferrell is also a producer. But uh, in terms of like first impressions, what do you think? I oh, oh, I liked it a lot. Really? Like, one of the first scenes, I was like, oh, I'm gonna like this shit. But I really dug the scene where he's in the costume. Oh, yeah. The the dark colors, the close-up to his face. Yeah. And, like, the kids jumping him. I was like, oh, I dig this. Honestly, as I was watching this, I was just like, this just looks like one of those dumb CW shows done right. Yeah, I got, I got a little bit of sense of that. Like, the rich people... Mm-hmm. And rich people problems. To me, it felt like kind of one of those shows, but like an explicit version. Mm-hmm. Like where they're allowed to cuss and like be fucking raunchy. But I don't know. Like I didn't necessarily like love it. I thought it was cool, but I, I didn't like it didn't leave a huge impression on me. Something about the camera work that oh, okay. made it feel weird to me. Like there was a lot of. Uh... Did you think there was a lot of zooming? Yeah. Like the zoom shots were weird to me. That's a big con. 
Yeah. I didn't really dig that. That was in the trailers, too, of, of the first episode or, like, the series or whatever. They didn't know how to use that right. It felt very, like, I was watching The Office. Mm. Like, when they zoom into Jim's face and, like, they get, like, a reaction shot. Okay. And I like the uh, the fights between, like, the the sibling rivalries or, like... The low tension? Yeah, I like that. That was cool. But I don't know if I... I, I enjoyed it. And I'm interested to watch it because I usually watch HBO shows. But I just don't think the subject matter is super interesting. But, uh, yeah, that's just first impressions. All right, let's do the recap real quick. So, the first episode, we get introduced to the Roy family, who's, like, this massively rich. They own, like, yeah, they have, like, a billion-dollar company. And the dad is shown to have some kind of illness. And then we get introduced to the different siblings in the Roy family. Kendall is, like, soon to inherit... The company, Shiv is the daughter. Worst one. You think so? I didn't get nothing from her. Okay, so we get introduced to Kendall, and then after that, there is a dinner party for... The dad's birthday. Yeah, the dad, Logan, it's his birthday, and they're just gonna, like, celebrate his life. But after he's, he's, he's introduced with his illness, he wants to give his board seat in, a, in the event of his death to his new wife. And then they start bickering about whether or not they're going to assign his new decision. And by the end of the episode, Logan has, like, an attack. Like, he he gets, like, a brain hemorrhage. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I think the premise is going to be about succession and how they want to stay rich from their dad's company without him really being there i mean the show is, is just about like rich people and how they operate it's like it's pretty basic yeah basically everyone is in it for themselves and everyone's sus yeah everyone's like amoral characters they're all pieces of shit like they only care about themselves they're basic white rich people problems with bullshit i think every character is kind of unlikable i don't really like any character there was an mvp of the show and I think you know who I'm talking about. McCulkin? Oh, yeah. He was great, bro. I laughed in, like, almost every scene of his. Roman. Yeah, Roman. At first, I thought it was Home Alone. No, no, that's not him. It's his brother. or his, his, It's one of his, like, siblings. Yeah, it is his brother. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Kieran Culkin. He was in uh, Scott Program. Oh, he was. He was Scott Program's roommate, the gay one. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. But uh, he was like a total piece of shit. Dude, come on. He was hilarious. Yeah, I think one of the things the show does well is they introduce all the characters to be their own people kind of thing. I think you're right about Shiv where like you don't really get much. But for Kendall, you understand that he's someone who's like super dedicated to like owning the company. For Roman, you understand that he's kind of like the black sheep. And he's pretending like he wants nothing to do with the company, but he actually wants to get back in. 
they confirmed Shiv left the company, right? Well, yeah, the dad wants her back. She's trying to do her own thing, but that's in like another undermining, like little plot line they're doing. Yeah, and then Connor, you get absolutely nothing with Connor. Yeah. I think that was on purpose, right? Like, he doesn't want anything. Yeah, like, he's more worried about the dad. He's kind of, like, the only character who isn't a piece of shit. We don't know that yet. Well, just based on the first episode, but maybe it's to the credit of the show is he seems to not be a piece of shit. But he also seems to be, like, the most sane character. But because of that, because he is in the show, he kind of seems like the most boring character. And I think that's the show telling us, like, yeah, this guy's, like, all right, but... Aren't these people way more interesting? You know what I mean? Yeah, Shiv was definitely the worst. Yeah, Shiv is like, she's married and she, there's just not much there to work with her. You know who else didn't give me much either? Who? The stepmom. Marcy? Yeah, I don't I don't think they've established anything. She's not really much of a character. All they did was establish for her was that she's sus. Because she creeps up on them in one of the scenes when they're having a serious conversation. Yeah, see, so I'm trying to figure out, Marsha is Logan, which is the dad, the owner of the company. That's his new wife. And she's presented by the Roy siblings to be someone who's just wants to take over their dad's company or like to suck him dry for everything. But I'm wondering if they think that because they're so greedy and they want it for themselves... And she's actually just, like, a good person who wants to help their father. Or if she's actually just, like, sus. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure she's sus. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. I think everyone is sus. (sighs) Yeah. See, so I think... And this is getting into the... Let's just start getting into the things. But I think that the reason why they're such, like, shitty characters is because they inherited... They inherited that from their dad. And to stay in that point, like... Their inheritance, the fact that they're inherited so much money, makes them shitty. Like, they've had everything in their life. They're so entitled to everything that they don't need to be, like, decent people. Like, everything was just given to them. They didn't ever really have to work to get things. So they just become, like, really shitty people. So I think the fact that Logan is trying to, like, enact change so that his company stays afloat. Like, his company stays the way that he built it. I think that that's him, well, one, having, like, an end-life crisis, because he realizes that, like, he doesn't have much time on his earth. He needs to secure what he's built. But I also think that that anxiety goes back to the fact that, like, he didn't raise good children. Like, good, he didn't raise good people because he raised them, because he was never there for them, because the only thing that he cared about was his fortune. The only thing he cared about was his company. I do think eventually... Kendall will probably not be a piece of shit. He was more devoted. He was more devoted than anything. I think you're, I think you're addressing is the one where he's like, you gotta have the bigger dick or whatever. But they also confirmed he has some type of mental illness. Who? Him. Kendall? When he has a breakdown? Yeah, and his dad makes fun of him for being in rehab for three years. Or three years ago, before that. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna establish him as, like, the root for him. I don't know if that's a mental illness. The disease is drug addiction. Like, he was he was a drug addict. Because his, his ex-wife is like, I know that he, this guy won't come back home and leave. He's a recovering addict, and he's left that, that life behind. And he's trying to be a better person. But no one really trusts him to do it, kind of thing. I don't think it's necessarily that he has a mental illness. Like, he can't function well. I just think that He's fucked things up in his life in the past. And now that he's trying to redeem himself, they're not giving him 
a shot because he fucked things up in the past. Well, he fucked things up in the first scene, no? With the acquisition of that company. Well, yeah, but I think that that's more... I can't necessarily say that's his fault, but to his dad, that seems like his fault. So when we get introduced to Kendall, he has to put in this bid to this... It's another media company, which I think, from what I gathered from the first episode, the company that they own is a media company, right? Yeah, it's like they're all... They're, they're like everywhere. Yeah, so the company that he's going to put a bid in to acquire backs out and before he backs out the owner or the head of that company kind of insults him and he's just like yeah like you're so entitled and you can't do anything it's all your dad or whatever and he doesn't really attack him back and instead he decides to like up his bid and his dad gets wind of that and he has an altercation with his dad which this leads into another big theme that i want to talk about which is like the way masculinity is displayed in the show. Obviously, this is a huge part of corporate culture, but also just, like, their family history. So, Logan's way of running the company was always about masculinity. And I think that was part of, like, how he controlled things, but I think that's also just, like, a character trait. So, we first get introduced to the way masculinity is not... It doesn't play a big role in the current state, because... Kendall wasn't, like, trying to have, like, a dick measuring contest with the owner of the company he was trying to acquire. And instead, he just ups the bid because he thinks that's a little more diplomatic. It's not as, like, showy. But once his dad gets wind of that, once Logan finds out that Kendall essentially, like, let him drive up the price, he starts telling him that, like, you have to engage in this dick showing contest. And he basically, like, emasculates him. Like, he tells him, like, you're a little girl. Like, are you going to cry? And he gets up in his face. And I thought that was one of the best scenes because it tells the audience that they have a history of this. And that Kendall has a hard time dealing with it. Like, he wants to physically attack his father. And he wants to, like, take over. And he wants to, like, hurt him. But he can't because he knows that his dad, one, has given him everything. And he could also take it away. Like, he could cut him out so easily and that scene shows that masculinity as it is for their family has kind of like ruined relationships in a lot of ways or like it's scarred relationships like there's a lot of scars in the way that that little showdown that they had where they confronted each other there's a lot of scars there and it's usually because of like toxic masculinity very very toxic and then like the difference is logan's rage is very calculated and like cold and Kendall knows that he can't, like, lash out because, you know, his dad don't even give a shit. Because his dad is so removed. He's such a, like, amoral person. That the only time he really shows that he's, like, pissed off is when he goes to the restroom and he has, like, a breakdown. Like, he starts, like, breaking shit and, like, throwing shit around. But then he <laughs> then he cleans it up, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> I laughed. What do you think that's, that's trying to say? Honestly, it sounds like he's heard the words I love you from his father like once. Yeah, but I also think that the fact that he cleaned it up was like, he was ashamed that he let his anger out. Like, he's like, I made this mess, I'm going to clean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of random. Yeah. Logan, I thought, I wouldn't say he was the most interesting character, but I I was really interested in him. He's just such a piece of shit. He was being a prick, but he was being a dick, like, in so many different ways. Yeah. And so was, um, Roman. Yeah. 
I feel like Roman, like, I don't want to say he looks up to Logan, but he looks up to his, like, dickish behavior. It's definitely obvious that Logan's favorite kid is Roman, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, that was his favorite. Like, he loved him, and he's like, I want you back in the company, and, like, whatever you you need, I'll do for you. So much so that, like, that leads to Logan firing someone who was there for 30 years. Oh, yeah, that did happen at the end. Yeah, and I think that just gets back to the point of, like, Logan has dug this hole for himself in terms of, like, being a bad person so far that, like, I don't think he's happy. Like, he's built this enormous company that, like, he doesn't even care about anything else but, like, keeping that afloat. Like, I don't even think that makes him happy. I just think that it's all drive at this point. Like, he's not doing it for fulfillment. He's just doing it because that's what he's been doing and like that's the only thing he really has and i think whenever you talk about like people with like great privilege or people with like great wealth Mm -hmm. there's a point at which you have so much money that nothing else really matters because you can have every material thing but that doesn't mean that it's going to bring you fulfillment like for us people who grew up with nothing that's one of the things that we search for because we've never had it but once you reach a certain monetary goal nothing really matters anymore like life just loses its flavor we're saying that with logan so you don't you don't think anything like motivates him no i legit don't think that he cares about anything i think he's i don't even know if i can call him depressed i just think that nothing affects him like he only cares about really about one kid but like it's such a cold and dry love like it's not like it's there's no compassion in him i feel do you think he cares about his wife i think so and i think that's why i'm i'm questioning whether or not she is just like a good person i think that the fact that just based on this first episode if there is something that motivates him to like want to be a better person it's probably his wife did you know that this was already approved for season two yes i did actually that's pretty which is wild yeah that's pretty crazy i think i have to watch the second episode but yeah this didn't really feel like much of a first episode to me this felt kind of like the third or fourth episode and I think this is one of the good things about the show. Mm-hmm. I felt like they did a good job at establishing things that had already happened in this world pretty well. You understand that Kendall isn't a divorce, or he's been divorced, and he has kids, and he's a drug addict. And they didn't have to directly say, like, hey, Kendall is divorced. Like, they didn't, there was no exposition. It was just, like, very, like, minor details showing it. The show does a good job at, like, presenting these characters without, like, directly telling you what they're like like you just get to understand that they're this this way mm, okay one of the stories storylines that we, we haven't really talked about which is one of your favorite storylines was greg yeah or just the beginning at least yeah i like the beginning like towards like the end he just seemed like another little asshole yeah like i don't want to say entitled but he kind of was entitled like oh my grandpa's gonna fix this yeah they all have this entitlement which is weird because when we get presented to him he's just like this kid who works at a, like a theme park in like a suit? It's their amusement park, right? Yeah, that just seemed a little out of nowhere to me because he's working as like a mascot at the theme park, and then all of a sudden his mom's like, "Go here, and he'll help you out." I'm like, "What? That's kind of out of nowhere." Not only that, but literally right after that scene, you could have not had all of that, and it wouldn't even mattered. He did nothing to affect the show going forward. Yeah. The episode. Like, he didn't even really matter after. Yeah, like, literally, that was, like, the highlight of him. I think another, to the point of, like, 
Logan just not caring about anything. No. He didn't give a shit about this kid. He didn't give a shit about Shiv's husband giving him the watch. He didn't care about surprises. He, I just think that nothing matters to him anymore. Like, he's just such a, like, he's reached a point in his life where, like, you can't get him anything. Like, nothing makes him happy. You know what? Going back to your dick measuring contest, mm-hmm. the whole, like, oh, your grandfather's got to come to me. Yeah. He's just, like, so Greg wants to get his job back. Well, what is his job? Well, he works at the amusement park. He loses his job because he uh, he was high? Yeah. No, because he threw up. He threw up, but they tested him. No, isn't that why he had to fess up with the pot? Or Is that what it was? I thought they just fired him because he threw up on the job, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to give his his mom like some bullshit story about like how he picked up a hitchhiker. But why would he want that job back? You know what I mean? Like that's such a shitty job. Yeah, it was a shitty job. I would never do that shit. And like, if you want that job back, why would you go to a billionaire to get a job back as a mascot? I think there's something else. Like, I think he wants like a higher up job, obviously. Yeah. But anyway, so Greg goes to Logan to ask him for... He wants to run the theme park. And Logan says, Alright, I'll do anything for my brother, which is Greg's grandpa, but he has to talk to me. Knowing very well that they're in a fight and they're not going to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, even at that, like even with his own family... Brother. Yeah, his own brother, his own family, he still has that nature about like measuring dicks do you think that goes back to like the old school ways yeah like it's it's supposed to be like a nod to the way that businesses used to be but i still think that like that is a part of corporate culture like it's a very masculine run culture but it's also about like who can give me the better deal or how can i get the the best out of someone it's always like how am i better than someone else so, yeah, basically this kid asked for just that. And then literally right after that, you could like forget all about him. Yeah, because he's just like no one. He doesn't. He does nothing. He does nothing. Another scene that I want to talk about, which I don't know how I felt about it. It was a little strange. But so after the dinner, Logan says that he wants to play the game. And then they drive to these helicopters. And then the helicopters take them to this park where they start playing softball. And then there's a scene where Kieran Culkin, which is Roman, he tells this kid, because Kendall has to leave, and he tells his kid to step in, and he says that if if you hit the ball, I'll give you a million dollars. Home run, home run. Yeah, if you hit a home run, I'll give you a million dollars. And he literally goes to like his checkbook, he writes out a million dollars in cash, and he's like, if you hit it, I'll give you a million dollars. And then the scene proceeds to like go through, and the kid hits it, and he runs the bases, and he doesn't make it. He gets out. And then Macaulay Culkin, or not Macaulay Culkin, sorry, Roman <laughs> tells him, like, oh, you were so close, but you didn't get it. It was just such a strange scene. And then he, like, rips up the check right in front of his face? Yeah, I guess what it's supposed to tell you is the fact that, like, look how little these people care about money. Look how little they care about, like, just giving away a million dollars for, like, nothing. Man, look how little they care about people. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shit. That was so, like, strange. Did you uh, laugh? Did I laugh at that or at any of it? Yeah. No, I didn't think this was particularly funny. Uh, I thought it was just supposed to go to the, like, dark comedy aspect. 
I, I didn't feel like this was even like a dark comedy. It was barely a drama to me. It was like mm, I chuckled a bit. I, I just don't feel like this really followed like a TV structure. Like I think the loose nature of the camera work made me feel like this was a mockumentary. It made me feel like they were filming, like there was an actual film crew that was acknowledged in the sh- by the characters, and they were being filmed for future reference. That's how weird the camera work was to me. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I just, I don't think the style was very good. I didn't really dig the style. Let's get to the ratings. So, I'll let you start because you seem to have dug the show. So, I'm going to ask you, my friend, Mm. what are the BTs for this show? For the, the uninitiated, the BTs are just broken televisions, which is our... Our point system that we give to this show, to whatever show that we're we're rating. So from one to five, how many broken televisions? <laughs> well, my friend, mm-hmm. I I come from a very long line of bad television enjoyment, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, I thought this was this could have easily been. In a different network. I feel... I don't want to say HBO. Yeah, this could have been like a Showtime show. I don't want to say HBO is above this, but... HBO, you're a little above this. Mm. You know? You're a little above this. I enjoyed it. I thought there was a little little, little bits. I chuckled a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it was a strong pilot. You know, you got your different... Uh, they they weren't even like different characters. No, they're pretty similar. Either they were the same, or some of them didn't give you anything. And then when they tried to be awkward, and when they tried to be like sneaky, when they tried to be dark, when they tried to be serious, it didn't come out like right. Yeah, I think that there are definitely like three characters that get the most like narrative value, which was Logan, Kendall, and Roman. Sometimes the tones weren't, weren't like, right. Yeah, the tone was off. Like, oh, like, am I supposed to be taking you serious here? Am I supposed to, like, w- w- what's going on here, you know? Yeah. I thought that camera shot with with uh, Greg was probably one of the, like, better parts of the show. Yeah. As far as the shooting goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice the zooming as well. I didn't really enjoy that either. Yeah. Um. So, final verdict? Final verdict, I think I'd go, like, 2.8. What? You enjoyed it. What the fuck? But it's like, I can enjoy something and not think it's, like, amazing. You know what I mean? Mm. All right. Let me ask you this, because I'm curious. Had we not talked about it, like, what would you have given it? Because based on your first impression, you liked it. Yeah. It was all right. Like, had we not talked about what we thought about it or whatever, would you have given a higher score? Nah, I don't think so. It was all right. This shit could have been on the CW. It was cool, though. I enjoyed it. Okay. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Like I said, I have a long string of bad television. Yeah, you like a lot of bad TV. So anyway, yeah, for me, I I thought the premise was interesting, and I was interested in wanting to watch it because it's an HBO show, and I usually watch most of the things they put up. But there was just, like, not much to work with with a lot of these characters. They're all pretty similar in, like, their goals. As I said, the only three characters that i cared about was logan roman and kendall yeah and then there was just some characters that i just that did nothing for me and then i'm now now that i think about it like the greg storyline barely makes any sense to me and just the the style of it like the camera work just seemed kind of 
disjointed. Like, it's him all over the place. I think it's because Adam McKay is not, like, a serious director. Like, he usually does comedy, and he does comedy well. But when he tries to do, like, dramas, it just... It doesn't work out the same way. Like, it, it's kind of all over the place. Because there wasn't really much comedy to me in the show. Like, it, the drama just seemed kind of odd. And I think his comedy style worked in the big short. Or, like, his directing style worked in the big short. Because that's pretty, like, comedy adjacent. And there was, like, a lot of fourth wall breaks. But in this show, I, his directing just did not work for me. Um, I did like the acting. I thought the acting was really good. But other than that, I didn't think it was great. But I didn't think it was bad. So I'm going to go with a three. A three three broken televisions. Cool. Yeah. Alright. So for predictions, it's kinda hard because the show already got approved for second season. But just based on the first episode, where do you predict this going? Yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't think I the the dad croak like I don't well, he's not dead. He's not. He's for sure gonna be around for the whole season. I thought they were gonna save that for the season finale. Like that scene. Yeah, right? That scene that 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 could have easily been saved yeah. for the season finale, but um, I don't know. That's hard. He might die at the end of the season. Maybe it's just honestly like corporate intrigue. Like it's just like a melodrama. Like I where I would want it to go is like fucking Kendall like hire someone to kill his dad. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna go there. I think they're just gonna like have fights with their dad about what to do with the company and shit like that but i don't think it's it, i don't think much is gonna happen are you gonna keep watching this i don't know i might catch the second episode but i don't i'm not that interested yeah me neither you know, so you're not gonna keep watching i don't know i might uh, maybe i'll wait till it all comes out let's introduce a new segment it got approved for a second season but how long should it last based on the first episode limited series Right? Doesn't this feel like it should have been like eight episodes? Or ten even. Yeah. And like that's it. Like it should have just been like a short little story. Because HBO does well with those. Like if this would have just been like a quick story. I would have been like oh alright. And now that I, I hear there's a second season. I'm like what? Like why? I feel like it's going to be very hard stretching this out. Yeah. It's going to be real hard. Like people are going to be like okay let's go. You know? I feel like there's going to be a lot of filler if they, if they stretch it. I think so too. I'm going to go, I'll go f- three. Three season? Yeah. That's what it should be? Or that's what you're projecting that it's actually going to be? No, I'm, that's my prediction. Okay. Yeah, for me, I think it should have been just like a 10 episode limited series. Or like even like a six episode. How long I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be canceled after the second season, for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't even think many people are watching it. Like, these kinds of shows, like, they do well for, like, buzz. Like, a lot of people watch them. Like, not not even a lot of people, but, like, they do well in, like, award seasons and shit like that. But they're not, like, big shows. Like, not, not a lot of people are going to be talking about it and shit. Like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard to find someone who watched the show. You know what I mean? I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, I think, like, the CW crowd would eat this shit alive. Yeah, but... Just by the virtue of it being on HBO, no one's going to watch this. Like, they're investing a lot in marketing, but this show doesn't even look that interesting. And to be fair, like, there are a lot of HBO shows that don't look great. Like, Ballers was terrible. Here and Now was terrible. Which one? Say it again. Here and Now? Oh, I don't think I watched that. The one with Tim Robbins? Oh, no, I definitely didn't watch that. Yeah, it got canceled. 
What did you think of Shiv's boyfriend scene? The little altercation he had with Greg? That was so weird, right? Like, it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. I feel like he didn't pull it off well. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, it dragged on. Yeah, it did. And it just wasn't funny. So, Greg is on the field and he's about to play baseball. And Shiv's husband, after trying to give uh, Logan his present, his birthday present, and he just doesn't respond to it. He runs into Greg and he, like, tells him basically, like, hey, I know, like, you're new to the family. Like, if you need anything, don't be afraid to, like, hesitate. Don't don't hesitate to ask me. But he keeps, like, making these, like, cryptic jokes. And they just don't really land. Like, he's like, he's like, yeah, don't be afraid to ask for anything. He's like, and anything I want from you, I want you to give it to me. Like, give me a kiss. And, like, it's kind of awkward, but, like, it's just not funny. Yeah, it, it didn't work. It just didn't land. I think that was supposed to be, like, Adam McKay's injection of humor, but you can't really do that if the actors aren't funny. Yeah. He just didn't have the presence for it. <laughs> I thought the, the the when he gave the watch to Logan was pretty funny. Yeah, he's like, if you look at this watch, it'll tell you, it'll keep reminding you that you're rich. But that was mostly Logan, though. Yeah. He helped with that, too, like his little face impression. Yeah, he just doesn't give a shit. By the way, the creator of this is, like, an English person, and there's, like, a bunch of English people in this. Logan is English, and Kendall's English, too. I figured. Yeah, so it's, like, a bunch of English people. You know, this does feel more like an English show. Like, I guess it fits because, like, corporate culture is very rampant in America. But I just didn't give a shit about this, really. It was okay. It was, like, not bad TV. It was all right, but... There's a lot better shit to watch out there, honestly. Like, watch Vida. Yeah. Like, My Hero Academia. Yeah, go watch My Hero. Go watch Vida. Megalobox was good. <laughs> Pose was really good. There's just so much more to watch. Yeah. Pose was way better than this. I had high hopes for this show. I thought it was going to be better, but it didn't even really meet. I never even I never even heard about it until you told me, like, literally an hour ago. Yeah. Or two hours ago, I should say. Oh, did you notice they did the little Arthur meme? The hand thing? The fist? I don't know if that's the Arthur man. Well, I mean, it probably it's not. It's not, but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I guess. Ha ha ha. Like, cause there's a scene where Kendo is being triggered by his dad, and they do a close up of his him closing like his fist. I was like, oh, ha ha. The Arthur meme. I don't even remember. How does that song go? What song? The Arthur song. Dude, I would sing it to you, but I don't want our listeners to hear me sing it. That is way off. Is that Doug? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Why are we talking about Arthur? What the fuck? Because the Arthur meme. That did not happen. That's what? I mean, it happened, but like, I don't think Adam McKay was like, wow, I need to, I need to, I need to go into the, I need to dig into this millennial audience right here by putting in this Arthur meme. That's exactly how it went down. Like, I think it was just a clenched fist. No, it did not go down like that. Uh, Arthur meme. This show was what happens, honestly. I'm surprised he gave it a three. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's not Jersey Shore. That's amazing. Hey, Ron Ron Juice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up. All right. Wait. That was what? Shiv was trash. Anyway, well, this was 14? I don't even know. This was 13.5. We'll see you at 15. We'll see you at 15. Wait, what do you want to do next? Sharp Objects or? Sure. I don't even know what that is either, but fuck it. I'm done. Sharp Objects is the one with Amy Adams. And it's, uh, so Jillian Flynn, she wrote a book called Sharp Objects. Amy Adams. 
Yeah, but it's a limited series. It's only like three episodes. Hold on. But it looks really good. It's another HBO show. Which was Amy Adams again? Amy Adams, uh, Lois Lane. Oh, dude, I hate her so much. She's such a good actress. No, she is not. She's an amazing that's, actress. That's where we split, my friend. She's such um, a good actress. Well, anyway, so the writer of Gone Girl wrote that, so it looks pretty good. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. But I fucking hate Amy Adams. She's bro. such a good actress. Fuck off. No, she's not. She's overrated nah. like Emily Blunt. I'm sorry. Emily Blunt is, is pretty good, though. Nah, overrated. What the fuck? I hate them both. Eat my ass, bitch. Give Rashida Jones parts, dog. I love her. Nope. People hate people hate her too, though. I don't care. Anyway, this is running too long. All right. Well. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. Bye. We'll see you next time on Dragon Ball Z. Passengers, we have landed. Peace.